During this pandemic, one thing has become very clear to me. It's that life is too short to not be living your dream. What is your dream? Do you dream of becoming an interior designer? If so, you'll want to head over to affordableinteriordesign.com academy. There you'll find a quiz that will help you determine the best path for you to becoming an interior designer. Do you want to work at a high-end firm? Are you hoping to maybe open your own business? Or is this something that maybe you should just keep as a hobby? Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash academy. There you'll find a quiz that I personally crafted to help set you on the correct path to make your interior design dreams a reality. You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer. This is Affordable Interior Design, the podcast. Here's your host, Betsy Hellman. So many of you guys have inquired about the Academy, and it's been really exciting to talk to you, to share more about how it works. But I think the very best way to determine if the Academy is right for you is to hear from a student. And some of you who might be new to the podcast are like, what's this Academy she's talking about? Well, basically, it's an academy for people who want to be an interior designer because I was looking at other courses and I was hiring people who had degrees, who had taken other courses, and they did not know the first thing about actually practically designing for clients using retail stores and retail measurements that they needed to know. Even though they'd spent six figures on degrees, they didn't have practical knowledge that would translate to what we do, which is shopping retail and designing for residential clients. So I created this program for design who work for me so that I could get them on the same page and get them out there making money for my company. And then people asked me, Betsy, can you teach me to be a designer? I want to start my own thing. And I was like, well, why don't I take this program that I've made for my designers and release it to the public? Many of the podcast listeners, actually, that was the germ of the idea, were writing to me saying, Betsy, how do I become an interior designer? I know you didn't go to school. I know you make your designers take this class. Can you share it with us? So I created the Academy and I launched it um, last year, late 2019. And so today we have with us one of our students, Emily from Florida. Hi, Emily. Hello. I'm so excited that you can join us and tell us more about your experience in the Academy. But first, tell us a little bit about you and what made you want to think about becoming a designer in the first place? So um, I live in uh, very rural Florida, but I grew up with a family of artists. Both of my parents went to art school. My brother um, is a successful artist. He's a graphic designer. So it's kind of been in the family, And uh, but I just needed to make some money, so I started doing massage. I'm a licensed massage therapist and have been doing that for about 12 years, and I just kind of got to a point where I said to myself, I can't really do this forever. You know, my body's not going to last, so I need to find something, you know, now while I'm still relatively young and I can kind of keep going, you know, find a career that I'm really going to like. And I have always loved it. I've just always had a passion for it. I've, um, and when asked, you know, what, what would you do if you could do anything at all? What would you do? And the answer was always, I would be a designer. I would design people's houses, um, design people's rooms. And so, but I just didn't want to 
yeah, invest the money. It was a huge time investment. It was a huge money investment. So I'm in my 30s, and I was just not <laughs> not interested in, in going back to school. Um, but I was always under the assumption that you, you had to have a degree. And that so. is not the case, as we know. To be an interior designer, you absolutely do not need a degree. But you do need some kind of education. And that's what kind of surprised me too, is when I had my initial call with you about the academy, because everyone before they can join the academy needs to have a call with me so I can make sure that this is the best fit, that there's not a different direction. There's so many ways to become an interior designer and ways to work as an interior designer. And the academy is really just geared towards people who want to take their own clients and start their own thing, whether it's a thriving business with coworkers or just a solo venture. So when I got on the phone with you, I was so surprised, or actually we're on Zoom. I was so surprised because you had already taken an online class. And I know several people who have reached out are weighing which class they should take. So tell us, you know, what other alternative you had looked into and about that experience. Well, it's kind of a funny story, uh, a funny the universe is on your side kind of story, because I was driving home from a really long day at work. It was I had done so many massages, I was exhausted, and um, I had just started getting into podcasts, and I looked up a design podcast and yours was like one of the first three that popped up and I loved the blue on, on your um, decal. So I was like, Oh, this looks fun. So I, I clicked it and I just picked a random episode and that episode you were talking about how you don't need a degree and you were talking about your past and how you were a bartender um, and how you started design. And I was just like, shut up. <laughs> like, I can do this without having to go to school. And that night I went and looked up, um, online programs because you know programs that weren't um, a full degree but something that I could learn and kind of get the basics um, and I found the New York Institute of Art and Design and so I signed up for that and um, I'm about 98% done um, with that they give you about a year and a half to, to finish the entire course um, so I had yeah I was about halfway through um, when you opened your academy so I was surprised because you had already enrolled in this other thing. So I was surprised that you took on another course. So tell me how you feel the courses are different, you know, and how you feel one course might be right for one person and might be right for someone else because lots of listeners are weighing those other courses, you know, and certainly there's pros and cons to every program. Absolutely. Um, and I definitely, if I could go back, I would do them both. Honestly, I would do them both again in a heartbeat. And not to say that the NYIED is a, is a bad program, um, but I personally got the sense that it was kind of a curriculum that was written in like the 80s or early 90s, and they've just kind of been slowly adding to it, but it's still just kind of an older base. I would say that main difference um, is that your program is a little bit more applicable to today's design world. And the other program, I would say the biggest difference is they wrote it under the assumption that you were going to be the kind of designer that just starts from scratch. I mean, you learn about moving electrical, you learn about like from the ground up. And if you're not interested in any of that kind of stuff, then it might, that might not be the program for you because they 
really do take it step by step. And it's, it's with the thought in mind that you're going to be that kind of designer. So maybe someone who is doing more renovations or kind of taking things from the studs. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And they, I mean, it's great for information. I mean, I, I would, like I said, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, but they kind of, you learn about different types of furniture and what was happening in um, when Georgian furniture was popular. This is what was happening in the world. So this is why this type of furniture was like this. And, you know, in your program, you learn about flooring and it's just kind of there's hardwood, there's carpet kind of thing. But in the other program, it's um, these are the seven different kinds of softwoods and these are the eight different kinds of hardwoods and this is how they install carpet and it's just so detailed probably way more than a designer today would need <laughs> I do think having thing. that background is so nice right it's nice to know the history of things it's nice to know all the different materials it's just not readily applicable to all cases, right? So yeah. then when you're working with a client, they really, you know, don't want to know about the history of their chair. They just want to know which one aligns with their budget and style. But I do feel that background is so helpful. The one trick with that is that as an online program as well, if you really want to do renovations under your own title, you have to get licensed every year. An online certification would not do it, even though it gives you that great research knowledge. So yeah. it's great foundational knowledge to speak very, um, in an informed way to your contractor or your architect, but you still would need a contractor architect. In order to be yeah. a licensed designer, you have to be updated with fire codes and other things for your particular state every single year. So most designers are just interior designers so that they don't have to go through those rigorous and expensive state certifications. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, yeah, and it was just kind of, um, if, if I could compare the two programs, I would say, like, your program is, like, the meat and cheese and bread of a really good hamburger. It's, like, all the stuff that you absolutely need to be a really good designer. It's, it's the base knowledge. And the other program that I did was the mayonnaise and ketchup and lettuce and all that other good stuff. It's definitely good to have, and I would 100% do it again. Um, but if I had to pick one of the two, if I only had one option, I would definitely go with yours because your program also has information that I was surprised that was not in the other program stuff. Like if you are going to start your business, these are the things that you need to keep in mind, like insuring yourself and the people that are working under you, that kind of thing, an avatar for starting your business, like none of that is in the other program. Right, and I think that's why there are so many talented designers out there who can't get clients, who need to work for other firms, who seek out working at my firm. They're so supremely talented. They've got some schooling under their belt, but they don't know the first thing about billing a client, taking a client, finding a client, how to yeah. be successful, how to get that next sale from the client, you know, how to build that relationship. They are so focused on the research aspect and theoretical projects that they haven't gotten that real knowledge. So I think that's so interesting to think of it as a hamburger. 
because a hamburger <laughs> does taste better when you know about a Georgian chair. It does. But, you know, my program was built initially for designers who um, had had previous experience or not to basically learn what they need to know to work with clients right now and make money right now. Now it was to make money for me or this firm and for this academy, it's to make money for you. So I have added business modules so that you can know how to build your own business and how to attract your own clients and how your um, business can look so different from someone else's because we do have a lot of members of the academy together. You know, you guys see each other on Facebook and we have our um, Q and A's. Uh, that are on Zoom Live, and um, you guys give each other ideas, which I love. So tell me about, you know, how you're finding that component of speaking with these different people who are also creating and building things in the Academy at the same time. I think it's awesome. I love it. It's one of my favorite things about it, honestly. I love, especially um, the, the meetings that we have that we set up and, and you get to see all of these different people and kind of where they are in the process. And obviously interior design is a form of art and art is all about perspective. And so it's really great. And I think it helps me be an, a better artist, a more well-rounded artist to be able to interact with all of these other people and kind of see what their talents are and, you know, be able to offer what I'm good at and help them and then, you know, vice versa. So, yeah, I think that's been huge. And, and something... you don't get that with, I don't think, any other program, um, at least none of the other ones that I researched give you that kind of um, hands-on with other students. Well, I have personally enrolled in so many business masterminds to grow my business and become successful. And of course, I always learn from the teachers, but I learned so much from the other students, from their questions, from hearing their business models. What are they doing? What are they thinking? And you put this great thing in the Facebook community the other day. You posted this picture of a bread aisle at a grocery store. And it said, you know, if we can, if a bread aisle at a grocery store can sell this many types of bread, well, then there can be this many types of designers. That's kind of what you were alluding to. And that's exactly right. People ask me, why am I sharing my secret sauce with other people? Why wouldn't I just keep it for myself? Because aren't I creating competitors? And the thing is, there is enough for everyone. The thing that devastates me, the thing that I feel like would move the needle most in this industry is to debunk the myth that you need to go to formalized school. That's not for everyone. It's perfect for someone who wants to do high-end custom. You really do need to know the history of the chair you're going to be knocking off by creating your own custom version and applying your own welt and whiffed and all that stuff, right? But shopping retail, these are not things you need to know. And it's learning too much maybe and sometimes that can be paralyzing for people there's so many details how can I even get started so with my program it's really to give you exactly what you need to know to launch now not to wait because you know what's devastated me especially in this climate with this pandemic and I must say I feel more driven than ever people are still you know calling me saying Betsy I want to join the academy they're saying just what you said. I've always dreamed of being a designer. If somebody could tell me I could chase my dream, it would be this, but I just don't think I can make enough money at it or I never thought it was viable. But with this pandemic threatening our lives, and I hate to put it like that, if you're not living your best life now, if you're not living your dream now, when are you going to live it? I mean, we have one life 
And as we see around us, it's more urgent than ever that you own that and that you chase that. And um, that doesn't mean it won't be work because somebody on a call the other day said, if I was living my passion, I'd never work a day in my life. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) that's wrong but you won't resent your work I get fed from my interactions with my clients from seeing their spaces change their lives and you can make money from this career I make a very good living my designers make a very good living and we get to work um, our way I take clients when I have the time if I want to go to my kids soccer practice I will be there And that's really liberating in this environment when other people are dictating your future in terms of corporate layoffs, in terms of even being a masseuse. Now we can't touch people. Like, how are you going to get paid if you can't touch people? Well, that's why, you know, our in-person branch was our bread and butter um, before this pandemic. And now we are really growing our um, virtual plans They've gone from 5% of our business to 30% of our business nearly overnight with no advertising. And yes, it's been amazing. It's, I I was much busier than I thought, you know? Um, and so it's so nice to control your own destiny. It is. It really is. Yeah. And that's what I'm really most excited about because it's, like you said, it's always been a passion project for me. It's so valuable to know what your style is Um, and the second that you can really feel confident in your style the floodgates just totally open when I was taking your course and I and you know I've always had a natural knack for it I've always kind of instinctually known oh this goes here and this goes here and this is what looks good Um, and when you can feel that and want to follow it it's almost an act of self-love to invest in yourself like you said especially now invest in yourself and do the things you love because I mean that's really what's going to catapult us forward Um, and we're not going to have to say the same and we're not going to have to go back to the you know mindless jobs that we hate we can I mean now's the time we've been given this amazing opportunity to invest in ourselves and that's i mean that's worth all the money in the world right right because life is short and when you work for someone else you don't control your destiny and that's not to say it's not hard and that's not to say you know that um there's not a lot of highs and lows with doing your own thing but then you don't have regrets i don't regret you know what i'm doing and who i'm doing it for and now it's time for a quick commercial break are you loving this podcast Would you want even more interior design content? Maybe a sneak peek into how I work with my clients? Maybe uh, listening to me read a little bit in my interior design diary? Well, you will want to become a premium member. For as little as $5.99 a month, you will help to support this podcast, keeping us on the airwaves week after week, but you will also get access to our bonus archive of over 50 episodes, including a fresh monthly episode. Additionally, when you submit a question to info at Affordable Interior Design, it will get bumped to the top of the mailbag if you are a premium member. No longer will you have to wait to get your questions answered by me. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast to become a premium member today. 
I would really appreciate it. But you know, a lot of people out there are still afraid to take the plunge, you know, and try something new and explore a different venture. What advice would you give to somebody considering an interior design program? What would you tell them? I mean, it's so simple. I feel like it's kind of a cop out, um, but go for it. I mean, it's like I said, I've done these two programs now, and if I never made a penny doing design, I would still go back and do it again because not only have I learned amazing tools that I can take with me into a career, I've learned a lot about myself, um, and I've I've absolutely adored and loved every single second of it. I love just learning about it because because I love design. I think it's the best form of art because you get to live your life in it. And that's just such a special thing. So, I mean, if you really love it and you've always wanted to do it, why not? I mean, what have you got to lose? The worst that could happen is that you get to continue to learn about something that you enjoy. And that's always worth it. And if you can make money on the side, that's even better. And, you know, so I, I just I don't see a negative in it at all. Well, I want to hold your feet to the fire because you said even if I don't make a penny at it, uh, it would be fine. And um, even at the Academy, I give my Betsy Smackdowns and I'm about to give one right now. It absolutely is not fine if you don't make a penny at it. Then you will still have to do something that maybe you're not as passionate about. And I expect, I expect from you, Emily, and I expect from my other students that you will create something that generates revenue for you. If you're thinking of this as a hobby, if you're thinking this is a fun thing, I have fun online courses that are 45 minutes a piece where you can get your toes wet. Emily, you have skills and there can be a lot of fear involved with just doing it, but also you need to put out that intention. I am going to make money. In the first module, I have you lay out how much money you're going to make because I want you always to be seeing that carrot. And if I would have started my business looking at that carrot, looking at that figure, aiming for goals, I would have reached them so much sooner. Now every month I have goals. Now every month I have metrics, but I didn't go in with that business acumen. I didn't go in hungry. I thought if I can make money in my passion, that would be so fun. I want there to be a fire in your belly, and I want there to be a fire in every belly of Academy members because you didn't take this to have a good time. You didn't take this because there wasn't something better on Netflix. You took this because you are going to have clients who love you and who hire you time and time again. And that is my goal, right? As your teacher and as the creator of the Academy, I did not create this program for you to have a good time. Well, fair enough. Okay, so let me rephrase. It's one of those things where it's like, uh, if you're doing something you love, you never work a day in your life. So, I mean, if it's something you've always wanted to do, then do it. And and yes, I have actually already. You'll be so proud of me. I have already designed a room. I've already made money. So Emily! <laughs> well, and I only want more of this, you know. So I love hearing this. And I really think changing your mentality, whether you're just listening to Emily's story and some of it's resonating with you, 
and it's kind of giving you that nudge, think about the end goal. Daydream about it. Think bigger. I mean, I'm making more money than I ever thought possible when I started this. But if I would have come in with a goal in mind, well, I'd probably be doing even better than that. So I want to give my students all the lessons that I wish I would have had, all the information I wish I would have had when I started, because it will catapult you. And I want all my academy students to be catapulted, right? Because there is so much fear involved and there's so much personal risk, even if it's not financial. Putting yourself out there is not easy. But when people sign up for my academy, I want it to be that you know, supportive place where you'll continue to get challenged and encouraged, which is why I do those lives, why I connect with you guys in coaching calls, because I want you to be accountable. I want to I wanna know how much money you made from that client. You don't have to tell me here, but I'm going to ask you later. I want to see that presentation and make sure your proportions were right, right? Yeah, it was fun. It was an awesome learning experience. And, you know, um, like you said, I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified going in and meeting them and um yeah it, even if it isn't financial it's it's yeah it is very scary but once I did it and once I took that first client I left and I was like okay that wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was actually kind of fun and I think yeah you just kind of have to throw caution to the wind you know? That's right. And when you create that process that you always use and never deviate from, when you have those offerings that are very clear for your clients, so they know the expectations, you'll still get scared, but you'll have that confidence. I've taken thousands of clients I've been designing for 15 years. There are still times when I'm intimidated. I was designing a nursery last week and I was intimidated. Like I felt myself sweating um, because uh, it was a little intense. Won't get into it now. I'll save that for my design diaries on the bonus episodes. But I felt myself getting really anxious, but I just relied on my process. I was like, I got this. And so that fear doesn't go away, but you just keep going and keep your eye on that passion. So I'm so excited, Emily, that you were able to join us and share your experience. It was very generous of you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was fun. <laughs> Yay. Well, I love seeing you in the Academy. Hopefully you'll be joining us later today for our live. I'll be there. Wonderful. Me too. Me too. And guys, if you're thinking about joining the Academy, you're going to want to go to our website, affordableinteriordesign.com slash Academy. There is a quiz there that you should take that will let you know which direction you should be pursuing. Sometimes going to training in person at a university is required for your goals. And oftentimes it is not. And that quiz will show you the way I personally crafted it to help give people a sense of where they should be. And it's not always the academy, but when it is, seize it. Because not only can it help you to lead the life you want to be living in these times, but also if you do open a business as quickly as I hope you will, Emily, we're ready now, um, then you can use it as a write-off. So write it off because we're all doing personal research and personal development to get better at what we do. And it's a lifetime of learning, but you don't have to wait a lifetime to pursue your passion. Well, thanks, Emily. So everyone, until next week, I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Check out the quiz at affordableinteriordesign.com slash academy and stay safe. Wash your hands, wear a mask. Bye. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com.
If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.